Um, all right, people, welcome to another episode of Natty News Daily. We've got a special guest from, uh, I don't know how, how many uh, ponds across are you, but you're quite far away, my man, all the way from Australia. Yeah. Um, introduce yourself to the people, Thanks buddy, so and then we'll, we'll dive on in. Okay, uh, my name's Evan. I, um, I'm a natural pro bodybuilder. Been bodybuilding, been lifting weights since 2002. Uh, been competing since 2009. Um, pro with the WNBF. So turned pro at the World Championships by winning the heavyweight class 2011. And since then I've competed in two pro seasons in 2014. Um, managed to place fifth uh, so top five in um, in the world championships for WNBF there. I won an INBA, PNBA show uh, that year as well. I think it was PNBA World Cup in California. Um, and then did a 2017 season as well. Um, not as many pro, you know, no, no pro placings actually that year. That was a difficult year um, in terms of just, I think, the quality of the competitors. Um, but probably my best condition to date in that year. So, and that actually gets, mm. brings up a good question. You've seen a big difference in in quality since throughout the years, because obviously you've been competing longer than, well, maybe not longer than Leroy, but myself for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think even in, um, I mean, I've I've not had uh, other coaches. Like I remember Paul Revelia was just in a casual conversation to me one time. Um, noting that he would have found it hard to, this was like 2016, I think, to, to turn pro at that point. Um, he, he, I think he had won his pro card, I think from memory, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn, um, earlier on than me um, in, in a different natural federation. But um, yeah, I think just the quality over time has gotten better in both the amateurs and the pros, everybody kind of knows now that they really have to get in condition. And I think there's a lot more uh, information available online and stuff. Uh, coaches are everywhere. So people are, are really, um, you know, I guess bringing it to the table uh, in, at least in the big shows, you know, in the smaller shows, although in the last couple of years, I've been kind of a bit, uh, out of the loop in terms of bodybuilding I've been studying and that type of thing. So I haven't been to a lot of shows in the last few years, but just from what I see online, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you see a lot of striated glutes on amateur stages now, which is wild. Yeah. 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 You yeah. Know. Whereas I would say around the time that I was uh, first competing, like that would be a little bit more rare. And, you know, if you were, if you were in that condition, you'd be, like in an amateur show, you'd be winning or placing the top two or three for sure. Um, and, you know, if you did a big show, you might win a pro card. Like you had a pretty good chance. Now it's like, well, you'll still be up there, you know, if you've got a decent physique. Um, but yeah, it's getting harder because there might be like several more people with also good physiques and also quite lean. So, so what's the bodybuilding scene like over in Australia then? Because obviously it sounds like you've, you've come over to the States quite a bit to, to actually compete, mm. you know, uh, do they do fair number of amateur shows? Are the pro shows not quite yeah, as, uh, or what's the WNBF? Is, does WNBF have in Australia? 
when I started out, WMBF was one of the natural federations here. And so I just happened to do it coincidentally because uh, my friend was doing a show and it was just five minutes from my house. So I just did the show. I didn't even do any prep for it or anything like that, really. I just found out a week ahead and I'm like, oh, cool. Like, that'd be really good to do um, because I was like relatively lean. And it was just like a fun show to do. And then I kind of just like kept going and you know, took it more serious, more seriously over time um, as I got into it, you know, the competing side of things. Um, but yeah, so we had WNBF, we had INBA, which is like, you know, the amateur PNBA, um, all related to that. We had ANB, which I don't think that's just Australian natural bodybuilding, um, which has been a long running federation here. And yeah, I think that was pretty much it for, for that period of time. And now I think it's kind of similar, but the INBA that was, we now have different people running INBA and the people that were running INBA are now something called ICN, which is fairly popular as well. I think probably the biggest federations are ICN, yeah. ANB. WNBF doesn't really exist here anymore. I think there is a federation called there's like a men's one and a women's one, like AWNBF or something like that for women. I'm not sure of the name of the men's one. And I think that's kind of like up and coming. They're trying, I think they're an affiliate of the WNBF, but I'm not up on whether that's still the case. That was a, the case a few years ago. Um, so there's a few federations around and there's one uh, NBA, which has come, come up in the last couple of years. And I'm not sure whether they also run amateur shows but they've kind of like, if you have a pro card in a natural bodybuilding federation, you can compete in their shows. So it's kind of like all the pros can come together from different federations and do their show. I kind of um, like that yeah. setup for, for select shows. It seems like it draws a good crowd. Yeah, I think that's, that's really good. I mean, they were always earlier on, they were talking about like in America and stuff, they were always talking about like a super show, but it seems like- The Mr. America this year is- I mean, it's still growing, I'd say, to the point where it, it's considered a super show, but it's it, it's a top show on a lot of people's targets. I mean, we just talked with Brandon Wattis the other day, and that's his top show on his list. So, All right. And does sure, it, I don't know if you know Brandon or not. Um, no, 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 I don't, don't know of him. Um, oh, sorry, did you say, what was his last name? Wattis. Oh, yeah, 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 I know of him, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I don't know him personally, but for sure I know of him. Yeah, yeah, we just good, talked good to him. Position. Yeah, talked to him. Yeah, what two days ago? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Mr. America's oh, top on his list over like the Yorton and other shows too. Mm -hmm. So, which is cool, interesting. Cool. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to keep up on all the um, all the shows that you guys have going on over there. I suppose you know I know of the Yorton. Uh, there's like the I, IF. Uh, what is it? Sorry. There's one that I know Alberto, my my current coach, did in 2017 starts with an i i think that was another big one it's not ipe is it oh ipe ipe worlds ipe that is big one. in the like the midwest i would say of the united states because he's in colorado right now i think yeah 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 it's 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 big in the midwest they don't run i because I, I i had thought about competing in the ipe but i don't know if it's gonna be quite in the cards just due to I mean, it's not really that far to travel, but there's 
so many other mm. like WNBF OCB shows that are in much closer proximity, like driving proximity for me. So, um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. That makes a big difference. I mean, whenever you have to fly somewhere and then you know, accommodation, whether it's Airbnbs or whatever, it kind of throws you a little bit more. Yeah, and if yeah. you can just drive there or something like that yeah and i i think some of the ip shows would probably be drivable but like they're just a little bit further like for me i guess i'm i'm uh spoiled because the yorton is in pittsburgh and i live 20 minutes north of pittsburgh so um it's super close oh, okay but and then like new york city is only like a what, like a seven hour drive six hour drive or so so yeah i've got lots of you know good shows wmbf ocb shows within you know within six hours so where i may, might have to drive like eight or ten okay. to to like chicago would probably be about yeah seven or eight hours probably i think they run some shows in chicago but and then some other right. locations too but what about you or do you do you usually have to fly around or do you have to driving distance for you or for, for um, yeah, I guess if it is in Australia, um, a lot of the shows I would often do would be in Sydney. Uh, uh, uh oh. So where I'm originally, an hour or so that that usually get there. Um, so really not too bad. And I've done a show in Melbourne where I'm actually currently living, but I just flew down for that one. Um, yeah, so I mean, a lot of the, you know, our country in terms of flights, it's not really like, I probably, I don't really know. Of, I'm sure they have um, shows over on the other side of the country too. There's no need to, it sounds like. I don't hear about them a lot, but like, I think that's only a, How do you manage flying to the States and stuff when it comes to competing? Because obviously, like, do you try to travel a couple of days beforehand or how do you manage all that? Uh, well, I mean, I've done it differently a couple of times. So let me think, 2014 was a while ago. Um, I remember being pretty hungry in 2011. I was prepping with year and so I said the next time when I was prepping with Alberta I said look I just need more food because it's kind of like you skip a day you're flying at like 6 a.m in the morning typically when I always seem to arrive and then so you kind of like used your macros already I like <laughs> just ate like nothing <laughs> It's, you're almost eating like a day's like worth of food in like a day and a half sort of thing. It sounds like. Is that kind of something like that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so we did it that way. Um, and I, I had tr always traveled a little bit ahead. I think the first time I might have traveled just a week ahead. And I think that's pretty sufficient. Um, but sometimes I think 2014, I might've traveled like two or three weeks ahead. Um, and the same in 2017, 
I think 2017 was more so that I could do a couple of shows because obviously they're not always just week to week. You might have to wait three weeks between shows. I always wanted to do WMBF Worlds as my last show and then do another show before that. And I picked, you know, different ones, different years. I did the Yorton in 2017 and 2014, I did that um, PNB Asia. And yeah, then, and from yeah, my experience, left traveling. Because... Go ahead. Oh, I mean, I, I just left it at that um, because uh, otherwise I'd be paying accommodation to live there for like six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> yeah, and I've always found the uh, the traveling, um, or at least from, from my experiences, the traveling east is worse than going west. So like, yeah, because you, you kind of, fly east and then like it should be time for you to go to bed and it's like well nope it's morning <laughs> you know but oh, uh <laughs> yeah yeah that, that can definitely be an adjustment especially with just all the stress of of prep and the tail end of prep like yeah, yeah. that's 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 quite a bit yeah the yeah, the, the week the week plus in advance is smart that's for sure for that type of trip yeah, I mean, because, I mean, thankfully, I haven't really experienced it too much on the flight, like, when I'm kind of, like, just before a show. I've never experienced, like, the water retention, but I have really experienced it um, in other times coming back to Australia, and it takes a couple of days for that that puffiness to, like, almost like oedema or whatever it is to, to kind of go down, Um so yeah, I, I don't think it would be a really good idea to fly like, you know, ideally a couple of days before a show or, or anything like that. Um, I mean, unless you, you had to, that was like your only choice due to work or something like that. But ideally, I think you would be best, most people would be best doing, if you were doing a long flight from one country to another country is to, you know, do that at least a week ahead um because you know you need to settle in you've kind of got to like peek through all that period you're not really wanting to be wanting to like fly around and travel and like while you're trying to peek and yeah and you know it's a it's a in the For last sure. day, like you know a very um fluid process it's always changing so yeah you don't need to be traveling during that time you need to be relaxed during that time i think what's the longest flight you've taken for a show for a show it would uh I mean, to America, it's it's always been to America. So it's like typically I think about 14 hours to get to LA. So sometimes I've just flown to LA and stayed in LA and trained at like Gold's Venice for like, you know, a week or two and, and then kind of like headed to in 2017. I headed and actually stayed with Alberto for a little bit before going then to Worlds. Yep. Um, so sometimes I just kind of broke it up, but I think probably 2011 would have been that longest one because I flew to LA and then I had to get another flight to New York. Oh, wow. That's a long yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Cause so that, that second leg of your trip, cause I, I competed in, in my 2018 season in LA that that second leg of your trip was my whole, my whole, my whole trip. And that was like, stressful for me so oh yeah yeah so yeah i think uh it's just something you have to to 
bear and I guess do within your own levels of practicality because if you're not say working as a coach where you can just be like well I'll just go and work anywhere you might have to be like I you know apply for leave from your job (laughs) then you can't necessarily just take unlimited time off but you might be able to take a week or two off so you've got to kind of like just manage it within reason but um, yeah plan yeah. ahead you Not it's a good right time to use sure. if you have vacation time with your company it's a good time it's a good time to use it that's for sure that's for sure i agree with definitely. that definitely and then just put all that that stress a little bit away from the show because it is going to be stressful if you have to do a long yep. um, trip but you know that make it more stressful than you have to just just kind of tolerate it. <laughs> so I... Yeah, it's just kind of yeah comes with the territory. So what are your what are your next competitive plans? Yeah, definitely. What, what's your next? Well, uh, so... um, good question. Good question. Uh, I'm still kind of considering that, and I think the situation in the world is uh, a little bit of a. We'll have to see how it goes, you know what I mean? Because we don't know, I don't even know if I can travel overseas at the moment and that type of thing um, in terms of, say, like, the idea would have been to do next year. Um, and I'm, I actually only just started up coaching again with Alberta. I was just doing all my own training and, and nutrition and that type of thing. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I've kind of, like, in my own mind, I had... Uh, two different ideas one would be because i think sorry to put a little bit of extra context in place i've had a couple of years where i kept training really hard but i didn't put everything into bodybuilding in the last few years because i was also studying my post-grad and working full-time and stuff at the same time so i've probably just like lost a little bit of muscle and i've been really trying hard to gain it back so either i kind of maybe try to drop down a weight class and kind of like prep maybe next year from this weight and see if i could you know get just like really 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 lean maybe more than i have in the past um and i just don't know if it were like a wmbf worlds type of thing whether i could actually i don't think due to my height that I'd ever be able to make it down to a middleweight. Right. So uh, that's one idea is try to get just super lean and see how I go as a taller guy in that type of thing, or probably spend more time um, and do a later year. And yeah, I, I think we have to see how it goes because if I can't travel, then, you know, that plans just off the table um i have is there any indication of for you guys dropping some of like the mandates i've seen some of your stories and it's it's Mm. crazy to me that how authoritarian that a lot of governments have come but yes i mean i it seems like it's really bad there yeah like i mean i think the situation here is is good in some ways in that we really don't have that many cases and we don't have like we've, we actually until like last weekend we'd only had we had zero deaths until last weekend we had one death 
of one person aged in their 90s last weekend. So that's in 2021. So it's it's like been pretty good here, but they're really strict at the same time. So this current lockdown that is happening in my city as of last night, they're doing it for like a week. And it's because we had a handful of cases. Like, I don't know if it was like 11 total cases, but per day, it's like two new cases, that type of thing. So they're being super strict and like not really in line with, I think, what probably other countries are doing. And so, um, yeah, yeah, we're kind of like in and out of lockdown. Um, up in Sydney, they've had like a longer lockdown for about maybe five or six weeks at the moment. Um, so, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> it's, it's, it is really strict. Um, in terms of what their plan is, I believe they want to have, again, really high standards like vaccinate, like, 80% of the population or something along those lines before they will allow people, I think probably only vaccinated people to participate in things like travel internationally. Although I'm not sure if that will depend on the entry country's requirements more than our country's requirements. I'm not sure exactly how it will all be played out because all I've seen is a press conference a couple of weeks ago where they kind of like alluded to a rough plan, but they haven't given the strict guidelines yet. Um, so that's kind of where we're at. But I always figured I could also just compete in Australia, maybe even do like that NBA show if I want to do a pro show. There might be other pro shows uh, like the ICN. I can compete with them as a pro as well. I've got like a pro card with them from when I competed a few years ago. Um, so there, there are options to do that and maybe even do like, maybe just do like a, a national level amateur show um, potentially as well, you know, um, if, if that's kind of like on the, on the cards as well. So. Um, yeah. yeah. I, like, uh, when you guys got put back into lockdown again, we just got, kind of the next green light for us to come out gyms officially reopened today actually um, oh, really? yeah yeah and it's been five or six months since the most recent closure <laughs> but man you were saying like two or three cases a day we were four thousand a day at one point <laughs> really wow yeah yeah it's been a it's been a nightmare <laughs> yeah. up here so i i can i can uh i can feel your pain that's for sure <laughs> So, so what do you do? Do you have like a home gym personally or? Yeah, I've got a, I'd say I've got an okay setup, eh, Dan? Yeah, home gym doesn't do it justice. <laughs> yeah, I've been, uh, I've been very it fortunate. No. Um, but a lot of people like, you know, gyms have been closed on and off here for the last two years, basically. And, you know, we had a, a stint last fall where things opened up a little bit that they were able to run shows. And then now, um, going into August, we're hopeful that shows can start running again. But same thing, like you said, they had like a vaccination requirement. So like we had to get 80% or something like that with their first vaccination and then, you know, 50% double vaccinated. So it's, it's chaos. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, so it's really hard to predict, like, I mean, usually I plan this stuff like years ahead, but uh, this time it's, unless I plan to just go, well, you know, 
I will definitely not compete next year and compete, you know, three or four years from now, then I could probably plan it out. But otherwise, it's really hard to say. Um, another fun thing that I was thinking, because uh, my, my girlfriend, she competes in bikini. We were even thinking just as more of a fun thing rather than as a, like, I'd still take the, the prep seriously, of course, but um, rather than like, you know, make the ideal time I think she ideally was going to compete next year so we were thinking just as a couple we might prep together yep um and just see how we go with you know experiencing that type of thing um so yeah that that might be another reason why I may just decide to compete next year um Alberto I, I got from his first we've only done one like check-in together and he reckons uh you know just really focus on gaining until the middle of next year and then um, re, you know, assess where I'm at and maybe start prepping the middle of the next year or the end of next year. So I guess there's a few different possibilities on the cards. How, how big are you then? I mean, give mm. the people some, you know, that are listening some context because you're, you're a big boy, like height, weight. Mm. Um, well, at the moment, I'm about 98 kilos um, as of this, because I haven't weighed myself for a couple of days, I realized, I'm supposed to weigh myself every day, um, about 98 kilos. Um, so I'm six foot one as well. Uh, and look, the heaviest I've been with a little bit higher body fat than I have at the moment, a few percent higher than I am now, would have been probably in 2015 I was about 105 106 kilos at the biggest in my off season on stage I'm usually in the high 80s uh, in terms of kilograms so like I think like 88 or 89 kilos um, if I prepped from like where I am right now I'm guessing I'd probably be more like between 85 86 and there um, so yeah yeah that probably gives you know yep uh, a bit of a rough idea um i should probably post a few more photos than i do so you can <laughs> anybody can just uh have a can just see awesome. yeah, take a look at evan if you haven't already yeah i've been following you for for, for a handful of years now and yeah mm. i've seen the pictures of you with Berto, which are super cool and mm. yeah yeah Impressive, yeah man. um was probably two yeah the first time i met alberta was at lane's vip camp 2013 in um in florida so yeah that was that was in the middle of um my off season before and then after that i worked with him for for the next season but yeah some of my best photos with him at that time <laughs> right on um do you coach as well man i can't remember if you said that I used to. I used to. Now, now I uh, I work in healthcare, okay. so I, I was doing that from uh, you know around probably after I won my pro card. I you know about a year later I started uh, coaching, um, coaching people mostly online, a little bit of personal training as well, and I did that um, up until really when I started my um, post grad degree, and then kind of just like kept like you know less. A handful of people or so on um but 
those people mostly were non, um, non-competitors at that time um, when I was studying. So yeah, I did a lot of my coaching um, between those years. And um, yeah, yeah, now I work in medical ultrasound. So um, yeah, I guess most people think ultrasound like scanning pregnant women for babies. So it's like that and a lot of the rest of the body. Like I, I yeah. work a lot with veins and arteries and scan a lot of varicose veins and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I spend, uh, spend my week doing that. And then my after hours doing my, my training and all that cool. stuff. Awesome, man. Um, well, I appreciate you coming on, buddy. I know this is, was probably a bit of a challenge to lock in the times, but I'm glad we could sort it out. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. No worries, man. Absolutely. Um, for How'd those- you come across us? Just a quick question. Good point. Um, I was, I think I just followed you guys on Instagram, the, the um, natural bodybuilding page. I forget. It was like Natty, Natty bodybuilding or something like that. And it was probably through, I don't know how, whether it came up through somebody else had shared it. Probably, it was probably Alberto had, had shared it. Cause I look at a lot of his stuff um, and whether he was featured on there at some point or something yep. like that. And I was like, okay. Um, and then I saw you got your page just like kind of growing. And then I saw this, uh, the, you know, the podcast just like a week or two ago. And I was like, okay. Um, and just, yeah, that was, that was pretty much it. <laughs> Sweet. Cool, man. Yeah. It's yeah. been, it's been cool to Lira. We talked that it, it's been super cool to see this grow. So, um, it's like our little uh, our little child blossom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 really good. Um, you know, I think we need uh, uh, more more um, you know visibility for natural bodybuilding. So it's good to have um, you know people just focusing on that. I appreciate it, man. Um, plug the Instagram, man. Where can people find you? Uh, it's just Evan Soon, so E V A N S uh, four O's and then an N. <laughs> so yeah, that that that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, like I don't have a business page or anything like that. I'm I'm uh, yeah, just just uh, I'll post a little bit of my life stuff on there, probably less than I should. Um, but uh, you know, po- I post more on the stories than on the um, yep. actual posts these days. Yeah, no, it's cool. Um, all right, people, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You guys heard his Instagram there. So give him a follow, show him some support. And uh, again, man, we appreciate you coming on. And thank you guys for watching. If you guys did enjoy the episode, please give it a like, subscribe to the channel for future episodes. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Natty underscore news underscore daily. And we'll see you guys in the next one.